Hi, this is Jackie. And this is Tana. And you're listening to the Finding Love in the Chaos of Life podcast. This podcast dives into stories, both yours and ours, on finding peace and non-resistance with life's challenges and chaos. Let us inspire and support each other on our journey towards inner peace as we open our stories to the perspective of love. Let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome back to Finding Love in the Chaos of Life. Before we talk about the topic of change today, which is the first day to ask topic that we have in the Day to Be Loved journey, just checking in. Tana, how are you doing today? So good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. You ready for this conversation? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're going to be tackling something that Tana is talking about in terms of change, and we'll unpack it from the model so that... Um, you know, it's a nice practical tool for you guys so that when you go through the Dare to Be Loved journey, you understand the process um, that you can take yourself through to find love for any chaos in your life. Mm. So today our topic is change. Topic number one, change, change, change. Something that I think we all struggle with, eh, Tana? Yeah, change. That's a scary one for me. Well, has been. <laughs> Learning <laughs> to not make it a scary one. <laughs> You know, that's the thing is change is happening all the time. And, you know, there are, there are different types of change. And the one is just natural change. I mean, as from the day that we're born, every day is change. As we grow older, we go from crawling to walking to, you know, in every moment of every year, there's this change to where we feel younger and stronger to then where we go through the cycle of, of aging and then somehow think that it's a negative thing. And we're going to change our perception on that before you get to episode 50. No, sooner than that. <laughs> change <laughs> the perception of change. Change. That's it. Change the perception of change. And then we also have um, plan change, something that we might say, all right, this is something I want to do for myself. Um, where we tend to get stuck there is when we say we need to do it, but when we want to bring about a change in our life, a planned change, and then unplanned change, the sort of more chaotic side of things that we don't expect or we didn't see coming. And it's something we're going to unpack with you as well today, Tana, aren't we? Yeah. Mm. So one of the most important things when we get to change is actually looking at your belief. And um, when we have to actually look at a belief, we tend to be very ego bound and stuck because we justify, we either blame somebody else because, um, or blame circumstance, mm. or we justify, or we feel ashamed, we don't want to bring it our, our belief out into the public. And or we have a sense of guilt around it. So when we want to look at a belief, we've actually got to find the courage on how to see ourselves. So Tana's going to share a story where she's managed to release from the unhealthy ego, which is step one in this journey in terms of dealing change. So Tana, share with me the story that you were sharing this morning about something that happened to you recently. So I've got two stories about change to share today. The first mm -hmm. one is one where I feel like I'm settled within the change, if you could say that. Mm -hmm. And the other one, I'm definitely still in the chaos. And that's what's so exciting is that with change, there's these flows and moments that we go through where at sometimes we might feel that we settled and it might mm. be an ego hook mm. or we might be blaming yeah. And then, you know, sort of saying, well, I don't have to do anything because somebody did this to me or circumstances brought this to me. 
And then the other side where we know we're in the chaos and we're going to talk about surrendering to the unknown from a space of groundedness and allowing your intuition and creativity to arise when you are just comfortable with the fact that you don't know. So Tana, why don't you share your story? Which one do you want to share with us first today? The one where you're still feeling chaotic or the one where you're feeling settled? Let's start on the positive note. (laughs) (laughs) Where you are still feeling chaotic because this is what the show is all about. Those are the positive ones, the chaotic (laughs) ones. Okay. Of course. (laughs) Finding love in the chaos of life. Mm. (laughs) Okay. So my chaotic story at the moment. Um, Let's start at the beginning. I have struggled with uh, eating disorders for a couple of years now. Well, not let's not say struggled. I've been working through them. Mm-hmm. Um, it started off when I was about 15. I struggled with bulimia and anorexia. Um, went for treatment, um, you know, went on the standard medications of dealing with the underlying depression and anxiety behind it. Um, and I came to a point... A couple of years ago, I think 2021 is when I really felt like I had started to make progress and was really starting to make waves on my recovery process. And in that time, I, um, yeah, I started to change my relationship with food. I started to eat a lot more intuitively and exercise regularly, but not over exercising. You know, my I was really trying to work on this relationship that I had with my body. And at the time, I thought I had really got into a space where I was starting to make waves, yeah, in my recovery. Um, my weight stayed quite constant and I actually dropped quite a bit of weight um, when... I started to eat intuitively and really started to listen to my body. And I was really proud with myself about this. You know, I was like, I've, I've come so far, I'm doing so well. Um, and slowly but surely, you know, I got really comfortable with food and I started to, to explore eating a bit more unhealthily. And um, I started to notice that I got to the point where I could almost eat whatever I wanted and not gain any weight which was definitely a huge ego boost for me. Um, I got to the yeah a stage where I could really eat whatever I wanted and I would sometimes lose more weight. Um, and this was, I mean, I kind of looked at it like I had a bit of a superpower um, <laughs> compared to other people. I mean, even just saying that out loud sounds ridiculous and so in the body, but... Actually, no, you know. your spirit does have a superpower. We'll get to that just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, I've been for the last couple of years, I've kind of I've been very chilled about my weight. I haven't thought about eating disorders or anything like um, going back in terms of my recovery, in terms of like bad thinking around food and exercise and everything, because my weight has stayed really constant. And um, I'll be honest, I've been quite small last two years, um, probably a little bit underweight, um, still while eating quite unhealthily. Um so recently I went on a trip to the Seychelles where um, it was a beautiful trip. I was teaching yoga there for two weeks. Um, it was so amazing. Such a great experience. And they had free blood tests there with um, a doctor. So I decided to do a full blood test and it came out that I actually have hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. So an overactive thyroid with an overactive metabolism. And slowly but surely, it started to really make sense of why I've been able to eat whatever I wanted and not gain weight. Um, 
obviously hypothyroidism, it can turn into quite a serious issue. And so when I got back from the Seychelles, I went to my homeopath, got more blood tests done and started on this road of trying to heal my thyroid and get it back into balance. Um, while doing that, I had to stop coffee for a while, <laughs> which was really hard. <laughs> Trust me, that's hard for Tana <laughs> yeah. and me. So Tana, what you're talking about here is that, you know, with your eating disorder, you you identified that it was emotions that were driving changed behavior, but this was something you're doing to yourself. So in some ways, you're now facing a change that you didn't bring to yourself. Is yeah. that how you're looking at it? Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> now, this is the key of this work. And so we're going to just talk through the situation in a little bit more depth. So what happens in a situation like this is we often go towards blame. Mm. And we might want to blame our body. We might want to blame physical illnesses. Mm. But as you manage to overcome your eating disorder, um, which I do believe you have, you know, I've mm. I've been fortunate to spend most days with you over the past year working together mm. and watching your relationship with food and watching you even journey where, as you say, you've been eating. Well, I always see Tana eating healthy, but, you know, she bagels. shares with you. <laughs> Lots of <laughs> she, bagels. <laughs> and this girl can eat a veggie bur- a bagel in ways that you haven't seen. <laughs> She's got me addicted to them. But what's happened is that this change has now come to you. And, you know, one of the things that we in the world, I think, too, too many of us give too much emphasis or negative emphasis to the fact of physical illnesses, mm. whether it be cancer or any other illness that comes your way. So, yeah, you're sitting with an unplanned change, yeah. something that you don't believe you've acted in and something that you believe has come to you. And in some ways, is a bit of annoyance. Mm. And when we have any physical illness, we we tend to not want to deal with it the way we will deal with something that we've chosen to change. Yeah. But the solution really comes is finding love for this chaos. What has this come here to gift you in terms of your next growth? Because we are all traveling from birth to death. And along that way, on our journey, challenges are going to come that we bring towards ourselves. Mm. So looking at this as a gift and not a frustration is the way that I believe we're going to, you will heal from this. For example, I've managed to manifest a sister out of my body mm. and I saw my ego hook in it. So it took me a while because if you've read my book, Life's Not Yoga or Is It, you'll see how I um, had a, a physical healing as a child and, and not understanding that, traveling through with that and then suffering from all these illnesses, fibromyalgia, migraine, seizures, all of these things that were happening to me and then having to to realize that they were the very gift of what I was manifesting to once again show that I could manifest the miracle. Mm. So, Tana, let's quickly go to this is something that's happening in your body, right? Yeah. So, step one of the Dare to Be Loved journey is your belief is that you have hyperthyroidism, mm. that it's a physical manifestation. Yeah. And you want to change it. Yeah. So the next thing, are you suffering at all in any way as a result of this? What sort of suffering stories are coming up in your head? I don't think I'm suffering from the physical illness per se. I'm suffering from the healing that's coming within healing my thyroid. Because within healing it, you know, my body is starting to change because uh, my metabolism is now slowing down and naturally I'm putting on a little bit of weight, which 
is okay, but I haven't been faced with that change in my body mm. in quite a long time because I, you know, I haven't needed to with with this hypothyroidism that I didn't know was going on. Um, yeah, and it's been a bit hard because I, I really thought that I'd almost completely healed from my eating disorder. And since I've started to put on weight, I, I feel like I'm back being 17 again okay. and feeling the fat on my body and going back into that mindset of, you know, what do I do about this and going into hyper control and wanting to cut back on what I eat. But I stay grounded in the fact of I want to heal my body and I want to have a healthy body. So I feel like I'm in the chaos within the healing journey of this illness. Yeah. And what's so beautiful about what you've just said is that you, you, you referred back to the fear stories of the 17-year-old that was suffering with the eating disorder. Mm. And the ego is so sneaky. That's what it wants mm. to do. It wants to trick us into the old stories. Yeah. So your suffering is coming as a result of a past experience, whereas this is actually a new experience. And you've managed to find such release and celebration mm. and sharing and helping other people who have eating disorders. Mm. So how do you convert the energy that you use to heal yourself as a 17-year-old now without going back into the fear story. So that's where your suffering's coming up mm. is the old tape is rerunning itself, whereas you're actually in a different situation. Yeah. And so the, the, to, to release from the unhealthy ego, as you say, it's the fear of not looking good or as, as, as let's just be honest, as hot as what she was looking. She's still <laughs> looking hot. I actually like her with a few extra pounds on, trust me. <laughs> the key thing that comes is then... Forgiveness. And in this um, finding love in the chaos of life, we talk about forgiveness from a non-ego point of view. Forgive yourself for wanting a different experience. How does Tanner open up to, this is awesome, this is coming out to teach me something, this is a gift? What do you think you can possibly do to help yourself forgive yourself for wanting a different experience and actually say, yay, I have hypothyroidism, so that number one, I can manifest it out of my life. Mm. I can learn from it. It's a gift and it's here to teach me. Yeah. What do you think you can possibly do for your body? I think the first key is to carry on working on my relationship with food, making sure that I still eat, that I still eat healthy foods, that I'm exercising regularly, but in a healthy way, not an obsessive way. Um but I think the key for me is to really go back and to hold 17-year-old Tana. Oh, lovely. And to show it's going to be okay, you know, that the way that you look isn't everything, that you are mind, body, soul, and spirit, that your body is just one part of who you are and it, it doesn't value your worth. Um, so I think the process for me, especially at the moment, with the chaos that I'm going through with this, is to really hold that part of myself, mm. hold that younger version of me and give her love, unconditional love, and tell her it's going to be okay. Beautiful. Then we're not going to go through all the steps, and I'm going to quickly give you a story of what happened to me sort of uh, 20 months ago with a lot of weight gain as a result of menopause. We have actually, I think in our disclaimer, made it quite clear that there are many decades between Tanner and I. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, so what, so what happened to me is I gained a lot of weight um, at the onset of menopause, and, um, you know, what what was challenging for me was wanting to know that I was going through this change, realize that I was suffering and I wasn't forgiving myself for having a different experience. And when I went to actually looking at my beliefs, 
opening up to seeing myself is always very hard because that's where the release from the unhealthy ego comes from. And then forgiving myself for wanting a different experience, I then unpacked my thoughts. So it wasn't just about the body work that I needed to do around my beliefs. My thoughts were such that, you know, my boyfriend would leave me. I wasn't as attractive. Mm. I was getting old. And once I washed all of those out, I went to my thoughts. And every time I looked in the mirror, I would pat my body and say, you're beautiful. I would jump up and down and I'd feel the, the midriff that would wiggle a little bit these days. And it would, it would jiggle and it would make me giggle, particularly when I go hiking and I go stomp, stomp, stomp down the mountain, it jiggles. And I thought, actually, this feels cool. So I started changing my thought relationship. Mm. And in my belief, my body felt experience, which is in step one. And when you get to that, you can then start behaving differently. So I started celebrating food, honoring the food, giving thanks for the food before I ate it and not saying, oh, I shouldn't eat this or am I eating too much? I started having a different relationship in my behaviors with my food. Um, and as I say, the key thing, gratitude and celebration and saying to my body, I trust you. I know you can digest this food. I know you can work with this food and that is when you start working from spirit because you're actually bringing love into your body, mind, and soul by examining your beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors. And I noticed my spoken words started changing. And, you know, so I lost more pounds than I like mm. to admit, but I'm feeling, you know, much slimmer and I've managed to keep the weight off for a year. And every day, you know, I notice that a negative thought will run with it. Mm. And as I watch the negative thought, which comes from silent meditation, it allows me when my day-to-day -day environment that, you know, when I reach out, maybe grab a piece of candy or chocolate, is that I go, oh, no, you know, actually, I feel like this now. You don't have to overdo it. Eat the chocolate, celebrate it. Your body can process this. So we don't want to go through all the steps with Tana on this story because this is something we can unpack as we go through the steps. So Tana has shared with us she's in the chaos. Mm. And what she's working through with this change is acknowledging her suffering, examining her beliefs, and working on forgiving herself for wanting a different experience. So she's going to look to, to silence her unhealthy ego by celebrating the fact that this is here. And part of what she's going to do is now share a second story with us of where she's waxed it. She went step one, two, three, four, bang, bang, bang on another story. Boom. And from her toolbox, she's going to draw from that, I believe, in this new experience of change that she's happening. So Tana, go ahead. I want you to share the other story. So this other story, my ego is very proud of. <laughs> Careful, girl. <laughs> no, I can see it. I can see it. Um, so about literally 10 days ago, I had um, a beautiful experience in my car driving. And um, I, I feel as though my grandpa that passed away two or three years ago, he came and visited me. Um, and just to give you a bit of a backstory, I recently... Can I interrupt? You're talking about visiting you spiritually. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. We talk about this naturally and oh, so know. freely all the time. <laughs> that it's, I forget that I have to remind myself about that. Um, yeah. So lately I've been working on um, leaning into my intuition and trying to open myself up spiritually in whatever way that is kind of going to come to me. And I had this beautiful experience of my grandpa visiting me energetically, spiritually, and I got a deep message from him that I needed to stop smoking weed or cannabis. So for the last three years, I can admit to myself now that I've been self-medicating with cannabis almost every day just to end off the day smoking a bit of a joint and my ego was like there's nothing wrong with it um, I still get everything done that I need to and it's just a way for me to relax like other people do with a glass of wine in the evening um, 
and I got this I've been I've been wanting to change it for a while but I never actually admitted it admitted it to myself um I think there was a lot of shame around it uh-huh. that I wouldn't I wouldn't even admit to myself or anyone um and I would kind of say to everyone oh there's nothing wrong with it and I still mm. don't think there's much wrong with it but for me wanting to open up spiritually and intuitively this is something that I want to do and in that moment last week Monday I decided I'm not going to smoke anymore because that's just not what I want to do anymore. And it really came from a belief that I was like, I don't need to do this anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. I have a reason that I really resonate with. And from that day, I haven't smoked since. Um, And yeah, I'm really happy about it. And it's been such an easy transition for me because I think my belief is so deeply rooted that this is the right thing for me to do and this is what I really want to do this is what my spirit is calling for me to do and that's what's so beautiful for me and why I want to turn it to share that story I, I love your summation there in the end and please know that we are not anti anything no. we are anti anything that when we look at ourselves when we see ourselves that we believe is destructive and as long as we create no harm on anyone else so from any perspective any religion belief philosophy But what's so beautiful about that story is um, that when you work from spirit in body, mind, and soul, it's easy. Mm. Any change is easy. It's when we sit with fear, anxiety, um, and our ego is hooking us to keep us trapped. It's because we're working in a lower level state, and that's either body, mind, or soul, or even two of those states, or even three at times. But when we integrate our spirit into our body, mind, and soul, and all four elements come together, change is easy. Change is actually so incredibly easy that you know, it's almost sometimes hard to believe because you manifest a miracle mm. right in front of you. You know, and I talk about it in, in various ways that I've either manifest a, a physical healing or I've manifest something physical in the world like taxis out of my space. And then when I reintroduced it into my space, um, how I could live with that. So one of the things that's going to be interesting for you, Tana, is your deep passion for right now saying, I don't want any of that substance in my life. It's not serving me. I want to change. And I think that was quite mm. key. You went from need to want, and then you spoke about working with your spirit. Is is saying that the miracle is truly manifest from a self, and I talk about self from spirit, as in capital S on self, when the spirit is available in body, mind, and soul, and we are fully integrated. And I remember Tana last Monday when she came and, and um, she, <laughs> you was jumping she, around. Yeah, you weren't jumping around. There was this light shining around her. It was actually quite incredible. And I've spoken, I don't know if I've spoken before on these podcasts about the guides that come to me. But her grandfather was in the room and my guides came to me. I speak about my council, the four people that guide me when, when well, either at times when I don't call on them, when they tell me, you know, when I met Tana, actually, they smacked me right off my mat and told me to go talk to her. When I actually call on them for guidance, when I'm working with someone or when I'm working with this material. But what was so amazing is Tana sat down and she started sharing her story about how she was driving back from Somerset West to Cape Town and how her grandfather had come to visit her and how everything was so clear. Everything was so clear. And when she was in the room, this room was vibrating at such a level with her grandfather here, 
her spiritual guide as well as well as my guides and she was telling the story and the peace and the unity so I'm not surprised that you took on something as significant as giving up the smoking of the cannabis after Mm. three years and I'm also not surprised that it was so easy because you were working from your spirit but on top of that which is not step five because we don't have step five in this process when we get to step four our guides pitch up God pitches up and the people that are out there to nurture and hold us through the space, the voices that we understand of purity and goodness and love pitch up and hold us through the process. So thank you for sharing that story. I think it was very beautiful. Mm -hmm. And for me particularly, it's been absolutely incredible to witness and watch. Yeah. Oh, it makes me want to cry when you told that story about the guides there. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I I don't always tell Tana, although she knows. So if you're looking to, you know, connect with your spirit, meet your spirit so that you can be integrated in body, mind, soul and spirit so that your access to universal wisdom can open up. DM us a question, send us something, tell us about your experience. We want to talk about it. I know this might sound very simple, but um you know, we want to use the simple stories. We're yeah. going to be talking about deeper trauma stories, but we want to use the the, the, the stories um, of everyday life to share of how when we connect with spirit, we can bring about a small or big change in our life and how we can deal with unplanned change, how we can actually start working on our response to unplanned change. So this is the, the nice challenge that Tana has mm. with the hypothyroidism is working with what response can she have? What response can she choose to behave differently as a result of an unplanned change and the current chaos in her life? But finding love in the chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive yourself for wanting a different experience. Fall in love with the experience. Learn, grow and celebrate it and share what you learned. So that's really the exciting thing for us. Yeah. And change brings such beautiful opportunity to get curious about ourselves and find out more about ourselves, which... Yeah, and I think that's the thing is when you when you actually surrender to the unknown, right now you're in a space of unknown. You don't know where this journey is going to go. But when you can surrender from a grounded space mm. and and nothing supporting you other than you, and I'm talking about, you know, no psilocybin journey, mm. no cannabis, no nothing, just you and saying, I am here, this is the experience I have, and I am stay grounded and I surrender to unknown, well, then certainly your creativity and intuition will start feeding you the right information and your ego won't keep it knocking you on the head and looking you to fix into either blame guilt or shame or justification which are things we try and avoid particularly with this work yeah so thanks for joining us it was so awesome to see you chat to you guys again we look forward to speaking to you soon with our next conversations around the dare to be loved journey we are so excited and yeah thanks for listening to my stories (laughs) yeah thanks for sharing tana we appreciate it chat to you soon Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Love in the Chaos of Life. If you have any questions about today's discussion or would like to come on the show to share your questions or success stories, contact us on Instagram or Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help spread the Dare to Be Love message, leave us a review or share with a friend. Take the first step towards finding inner peace by meeting your spirit. To find out more, visit JackieBurnett.com. See you soon! Hi, Jackie and Tana here. 
This podcast is intended to inspire, support, and educate you as you journey through the chaos of life towards inner peace. We do not offer any professional health or medical advice, as we are not healthcare practitioners. If you are suffering from a clinical condition, mental or physical, please seek help from a certified health professional. This podcast is a Sophie Blue Press production.